Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Riff. Uh, we're back. We are back uh, under COVID protocols. Uh, so we are recording remotely today, but I have uh, my lovely co-host, Laura, here with me. Laura, how are you? I'm good, Cameron. How are you doing? Good, good. Surviving the lockdown well, um, you know, yeah. as best as we could be. We're lucky that we're one of the industries that keeps pushing ahead at the moment. Very well. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're here to help people when we can. But um, we have a very interesting topic to discuss today uh, and one that kind of, you know, I guess in, in these kinds of, kinds of circumstances comes up a lot more often uh, as people are trying to learn to protect their assets. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about essentially protecting your significant assets. And the asset we're really going to be talking about is protecting your cryptocurrencies. That's right. And cryptocurrency is kind of taking the world by storm at the moment, isn't it? It's well, it like is. the new place to invest. It is. It, it's like seen as like the trendy stock market for like, you know, the younger generation. So there's a lot of people that I know that are our age that are into cryptocurrencies um, because, you know, it, it for some people it's seen as like a bubble or a bust. For other people, they think it's a genuine investment. But no matter what you think about it, it's a significant asset at the moment. Uh, and when it's a significant asset, you, you really need to protect it. That's exactly right. And as they grow, you need to protect that 100%. Yeah, that's right. So why don't we initially start off here, with, uh, here Laura, and... Let's just go through for the average listener out there who doesn't know what a cryptocurrency is. So in a nutshell, uh, cryptocurrency is just like a digital form of money. So cryptocurrency can be used to pay for things such as, you know, food, flights, hotels, or even in some situations, property. The reason why cryptocurrency is such a big and hot talking point at the moment is, is because it's a very volatile form of currency and this is a reason why that people invest in it because they hope that they can invest put some funds into it now and in the next you know five ten years it's worth significantly more than what they originally invested exactly right so whilst this is very uh it's a very new area of you know the digital trading sphere uh, it's still one where people are pumping a lot of money into it, which means that from a legal standpoint, you've got to make sure that you're protecting it. That's right. Yeah. So the best way to protect anything is by how, Laura? By getting a will. Getting a will. That's right. So in the event that you were to pass away for whatever reason, uh, you need to make sure that you have a will so that your assets go to the people that you care about most, whether it's family, friends, charity, whatever it is. Um, you need to be able to make sure that your wishes are completed because if you don't have a will, we go through the process of um, what's called letters of administration, which our listeners would have heard us mention before. Uh, and if you go through this process, you're essentially – leaving yourself open to the court making a decision as where your assets are to go. Now, if you're in a normal situation where you know you're a husband, wife, two kids, and you pass away, your assets will transfer to your wife. But it gets a lot more, um, it's, it's a lot more difficult when it comes down to the nitty gritty of people that don't live in that nuclear family dynamic. Yeah, so essentially- Families. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so blended families. So in the event, you know, where- um, it's a second relationship or, you know, there's kids of a previous relationship that are involved. Uh, you don't guarantee that the people that you want 
to get those assets will get assets. So in a nutshell, if you want to be able to protect your any asset when you pass away, you need to get a will. Exactly. So, Laura, what about when people are alive? What What's the best way to kind of protect, you know, a cryptocurrency whilst you're alive? Well, Cameron, that would be uh, obtaining a power of attorney. Absolutely. Yep. No, I totally agree with that because a power of attorney is one of those documents where in the event that you don't have capacity yourself for whatever reason, whether it's stroke, heart attack, coma, dementia, whatever, the person you appoint has the ability to make financial decisions for you, which means that they can access bank accounts, pay bills, and if need be, sell property. That's exactly right. And it's not always the case that the power of attorney is going to be needed or be used, um, but it's definitely something you should have in the chance or in the case that something does happen to you. Yeah, absolutely, Laura. It's um, like the great example that I use when I'm drafting power of attorneys for my clients is, Uh, Think of a situation where you were in a car accident, for instance, uh, and you're inundated, you're in hospital, you're in a coma, you've broken every bone in your body, you can't move, you can't sign anything, what would happen, you know? You've still got bills to pay, Um, you know, for instance, if you needed to, you know, your injury was that severe that you needed, you know, some sort of healthcare, if you needed some sort of, um, you know, high cost medical care, um, you would need somebody to be able to move these big assets for you, which is why a power of attorney is so important because without it, nobody will be able to make financial decisions for you in the event that you pass away. Now, that's not the be all and end all though. No, that's right. It's not the be all and end all. Um, There's still other things that you need to be able to do. And I guess the, the biggest thing here with cryptocurrency is because it's such a new new concept and not that many people have an understanding of how it works, yeah. um, what you need to do is make sure that all the accounts and all your cryptocurrency passwords are all in a spot that your significant other or person that you trust has the ability to find. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> if they cannot find them, they cannot help you. <laughs> that's right. It's really interesting, Cameron, because cryptocurrency – is so different to other forms of assets where you physically don't see the asset. But well, that's in- right. Like if I if I said Laura, if something happens to me, I've got ten thousand dollars in my safe at my house. My pin codes eight seven two one. Go in there, get the money out to help pay my bills. That's fine because you can go in there and you can physically grab it. That's right. But. With a cryptocurrency, because it's all online, you know, a lot of places now you need to change your password every 90 days. It's linked to an email address. You have two-factor authentication. That's like, right. It's very difficult to get into these things if you have no idea <laughs> what these the answers to these questions are. That's right. And if you said to me, look, I've got significant assets in Bitcoin Yep. Um, that needs to be taken care of in the chance that something does happen to me, I have no idea where to go. I can't well, go right. and collect it. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's digital. You don't, you don't go searching for the Bitcoin in my house. It's not <laughs> some magical coin. No, no. So this is why it's very, very important that you give proper instructions to the people that you want to make these decisions for you. That's right. So if you don't have this, you leave yourself open to risk. And what we try to do here at Adams and Partners Lawyers is minimize your risk. That's the exactly our right. ultimate goal here. We want you to be able to live a long, 
prosperous life without any difficulties. And so that's why we need to be proactive with these things rather than reactive, where, you know, we're out trying to search for these account numbers and details in regards to, you know, what amount of Bitcoin you have out there or were you trading it or whatever it is. That's right. Okay. And the last thing that I can kind of really say here about, you know, um, protecting your cryptocurrency assets is to make sure that you have an up-to-date record of those emails and passwords at all times. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend like a spreadsheet or anything like that because you might leave yourself open to some sort of cyber risk. Um, but just make sure you, I don't know, you print it out, you put it in your safe. If you've got a physical safe, print it out and put it in your physical safe. Something like that, just to make sure that the person that is out there uh, that will look after your affairs knows exactly where to find the details in relation to them. That's right. And then to be able to properly distribute the estate or in the chance that you are still alive, be able to handle that with your power of attorney. And yeah, that could absolutely. be selling assets, you know. Because what are the first questions that I ask when I come and see someone, for instance, when, when it's an estate matter and their parents have passed away or whatever it is, is we, we need to work out what the assets are to be able to proceed with the matter. Um, and, you know, it's very easy to see what tangible assets there are. So, you know, like money in the house, property, things like that. It's a lot harder when they don't have details about, you know, things like shares, um, yes. money in the bank, not necessarily because we can get that easily, but, um, you know, other non-tangible assets, like um, if they own, for instance, gold or silver, okay? Many people think that when you buy uh, gold or silver, uh, you know, you physically have this little stash of gold or silver in your house when, when it's not the case. Um, you know, you, you just get a certificate that says, like, you own, you know, one gold bar or whatever it is. Yeah. So you need to make sure that all these details are put in the one place because the last thing that you want to happen if you were to pass away is for you to leave your family in a situation where it is very difficult for them to be able to get access to funds because you, you know, you've been notoriously bad at keeping records or keeping passwords or whatever it is. And that's exactly right. Cameron, it's really important that those details are kept safe and that people know where they are because you ultimately at the end of the day, you want to be able to recover those funds and yep. be able to distribute them to the people that you want to leave them to. Yeah, I think the, the simple question is here is that if something happened to you and you were to pass away, would you be disappointed or would you regret your family's ability not to locate an asset of yours? So say you owned one Bitcoin and the Bitcoin now like roughly is worth, I think, about $45,000 Australian. If you owned one Bitcoin and your family didn't could or couldn't find it, or the people you care about, how would that make you feel? Oh, if, Cameron, I'd be kicking myself. Yeah, that's I right. You would be kicking, kicking yourself. myself from the grave. So protect yourself. <laughs> that, that's all I can say yeah, in relation exactly. to that. That's exactly right. And you protect other assets like property and money in the bank. So why is it any different with digital currency? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think if there's anything out there that people need to take into account from this podcast today, it's make sure your will and your power of attorney are up to date. Very, very important documents that can save you a lot of heartache in the long run. Okay. That's right. um, and look, 
everybody's situation as well is different, which means that, you know, the way that I might draft your will, Laura, is different to the way that I would draft my will because it depends on assets and things like that. So it's another reason why you shouldn't go and just get a will kit, even though that's some protection for you. Um, It's better to get it dealt with by a person that is, you know, qualified and understands how to make sure an issue doesn't arise in the future. So. If there's any doubt that your current documents aren't up to date and don't take things into account, um, you know, by all means, give us a call. We can help you out. Uh, or, or if you've got another solicitor out there, go and see them. Get it, get it sorted because what we care about here is your protection. And the best way to protect yourself is to have these documents. That's right. So just to recap, Cameron, yep. we're saying get a will. <laughs> get a will. First, first and foremost, get a will. Everybody in the world should have a will. doesn't matter if you own $1 or $500 million, get a will. Second thing is to have a power of attorney. That's right. Get your power of attorney so that in the event something happens to you and you lose the ability to make financial decisions, someone else can do it for you. Yeah. And then thirdly in this case is to have a record of where all your emails and passwords or your cryptocurrency and make sure that the person, um, the the most important person knows where they are. That's right. And also make sure, like, obviously it depends if you're like a day-to-day trader or, you know, a holder for long-term of these assets is kind of have like a list of where, what kind of assets there are so that we know we're not missing something. Okay. (laughs) If you own 10 Bitcoins, but they're in 10 different accounts, how are we supposed to know that if you give us the password to one account? That's so, right. Or just, yeah, blatantly, oh, I've got cryptocurrency, here's the emails and passwords. Yeah. You know, Bitcoin, is it Dogecoin, is it, yeah. you know? Yeah, like we're, we're, we're not going to know. So, um, yeah, that's our advice to you. Um, and, look, just protect yourself. Protect yourself, especially with the current climate out there, um, with COVID and everything else that's going on. You just want to make sure if something did happen, God forbid, you are protected. That's right. And cryptocurrency, like we said at the start, Cameron, it's, it's literally taking the world by storm. That's it right. It's so, so popular, yeah. yet it can be so liable to things going wrong. That's right. And who knows, in 10, 20 years' time, you know, we might be taking payments for things in like Bitcoin or whatever it is at the time. So um, you need to be open to these kinds of things that are out there and the world is changing, so you need to adapt to the change. And that's what we're doing, Cameron. We're adapting. That's right. We're adapting. Um, and yeah, that's what we want to make sure that our clients, you know, they're protected and adapting as well. That's exactly right. Um, so I think that kind of wraps up our chat about cryptocurrencies and estate planning sort of wrapped up into one. Yep. Yep. Um, so Cameron, where can the listeners locate us or find us? Look, if okay. you want to have a more detailed chat about any of this information, feel free to give me a call or send me an email. You can give us a call on 02-4721-6200. Send us an email to info at adamslawyers.com.au. Uh, you know, send us a Facebook message at our Facebook page, Adams and Partners Lawyers. Um, or, you know, if you're just really enjoying the podcast, just give us a review. Um, you know, it goes a long way. It makes us know that, you know, we're giving you content that you guys like because we're doing this for you. Um, we want you to have all the knowledge that's out there regarding your legal issues. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find us. And if you have any topics you would like for us to discuss, please send them through because we love being able to get feedback from our listeners and provide the content that you guys are after. 
Yeah, absolutely. If you've got a specific issue you want us to look at, um, we will delve into it and, um, you know, uh, enlighten you as to how, how to best deal with it. Yeah, we're here to do the hard work. All you guys have to do is sit back and listen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, and we will be back with you uh, with some more podcasts, sorry, over the next couple of weeks. Um, and, yeah, it's great to see you again, Laura. I know we're not in the same office, but it's good to see you remotely. And um, we'll talk to everyone soon. Thank you. We'll see you later. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Bye.